If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. A quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Monday, October 2nd. Game of the night. For the game of the night, we're going to wrap up NFL Week 4 with a big Monday night football showdown, 8.15 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN between the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Giants. Currently, the Seahawks are listed as a one and a half point road favorite with a total of 47. Now, going into this matchup, Seahawks are 2-1. and one. They lost their opener, but have now won two straight. They just took down the Panthers 37-27, covering as a 4.5-point uh, home favorite last week. Meanwhile, the G-Men, 1-2, lost the opener, uh, had a win, and came back against the Cardinals, then lost again last week against the 49ers. 30-12, did not cover as a 10.5-point road dog. So what have we seen across the market for this one? Well, very interesting back-and-forth line movement. But late movement seems to be taking a position on Seattle in this one. This game opened around a pick'em. You know, some shops were Seattle minus one. Other shops open uh, the New York Giants as a short one-point home favorite. Early in the week, uh, we did see the sign go to Giants minus one and a half. So it appeared as though early money was leaning Giants. But that seemed to be premature or a big adjustment was made uh, a little bit later because we saw the sign completely flip to Seattle minus one and a half. And it's pretty much sat minus one and a half since uh, around Friday. We're actually starting to see on game day, some shops go to Seattle minus two. So I'm a big proponent of late game day steam uh, on game day, especially uh, when you get closer and closer to kickoff or tip off or puck drop or first pitch, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter the sport. That's when big bets come in. Limits are raised. And that's when a lot of the, that most informed and meaningful money takes a position. That's what we're seeing here with Seattle as it was an adjustment dog to fave to Seattle one and a half. But now again, to me, the big important thing is that it's getting to two as you're seeing late movement toward the Seattle Seahawks. Also, if you're the kind of guy like me who 
really, um, you know, kind of just stares at odds and, and line moves and bet splits. And you look at him every day for many, many years. Sometimes you get deja vu. You, you start to, you know, cover up the names of the teams and say, hey, I've seen this sort of situation before. So don't have to go back too far. This bet split and line movement reminds me a lot of last Thursday night's uh, showdown here in primetime between the uh, Lions and the Packers. If you guys remember that game, uh, that was a like very short look ahead Packers favorite play. Minus one and a half, minus two. It ended up flipping to the Lions. I want to say they closed minus one and a half or two, but that was a dog to fave line move. Late movement all went with the Lions. And as a contrarian better, it always worries me when you're with the public. So if we get the bet splits for tonight, currently 76% bets and 69% money is on Seattle. So it does look like a bit of a pro and Joe bet split. Public saying, hey, just bet against the Giants. They've struggled so far this year. Bet on Seattle. They've played pretty well. Uh, but again, this is the nuts and bolts, almost the same exact situation. Short dog to fave, smart money here going with the road team, even though they're a bit of a public play. Uh, so if you look at the same situation, there's no guarantee that the same outcome will take place. Uh, but I'm going to go with Seattle in this one, guys. I'm laying the minus one and a half with the Seahawks in this spot. Um, also, you look at Seattle, they have a bunch of advantages, both offensively and defensively. The Seahawks have a big edge on offense. They're averaging 350 yards per game. Uh, versus just 277 for New York. Uh, much better passing game as well. 245 yards uh, average through the air with Geno Smith versus 189 uh, for Daniel Jones. And in particular, putting up points. Um, the name of the game in any sport is, can you score more than your opponent? Well, Seattle ranked sixth in the NFL in points, 29 points per game. Giants rank 30th, almost dead last, just 14 points per game. Also, Seattle has the much better run defense. They're only giving up 79 yards per game versus 138 for New York. And Seattle running backs, Kenneth Walker, the second, and Zach Charbonneau, they rush for 143 last week against Carolina. So if you're a DFS guy or gal, uh, maybe some running backs uh, to target here on Seattle will be worth a look. Also, you get to some injuries, uh, you know, both pros and cons for both teams. Well, I guess more cons for one and pro for the other. But a negative for the Giants is that they're going to miss their starting offensive tackle, Andrew Thomas, with injury. They're also going to miss Saquon Barkley. Most likely, he's doubtful. He's not officially out, but he's doubtful. Uh, again, Saquon, a running back, as great as he is, doesn't move the number too much, maybe a half point. Uh, but obviously, you're going to lose one of your offensive weapons on a team that really lacks a lot of offensive firepower. Meanwhile, Seattle, they're going to get a big boost to their secondary. They're getting Jamal Adams back, the safety. Remember him? Great player, had a ton of injuries. Uh, but he is expected to be back tonight. Imagine the boost that's going to give to that team in the locker room. Keep an eye on the total as well. Um, I feel like it's bizarro world because I typically do lean primetime dog, primetime under. Uh, but I'm looking at the favorite here tonight with a sharp line move. And then also the over is getting hit. Open 45. It's up to 47. Currently you have 62% bets, but 58% of the money is on the over. So that's a pretty good contrarian low bets, higher dollar bet split. Uh, should be a great night here at the Meadowlands. Uh, clear skies, mid-60s, pretty much no wind at all. And Brad Rogers, historically, he's the lead ref. He's favored road teams. Nothing crazy, but 53% against the spread, the road teams. And he's also leaned over 59%. So maybe he's a little bit uh, flag happy here, you know, pass interference and um, benefiting offense over defense. So I wouldn't say it's a perfect bet. You know, you guys might know me by now. I hope you do. If you don't, I am a contrarian better. I like to bet against the public. I do lean on a lot of dogs and unders, uh, but I got to be true to the data, true to the market. Uh, even though Seattle is getting, uh, you know, 70% of bets, 
looks just like that Lions play. Dog to fave, late movement, sharp action, big advantages offensively and defensively. Guys, I'm going Seattle tonight. Let's go Seahawks. I'm laying the minus one and a half with Seattle. Best of the rest. Well, for the best of the rest, I'm searching my odds page, searching, searching, searching. There really isn't anything left to bet on here tonight. Uh, We have no NFL uh, aside from Monday Night Football until Thursday. There's no college tonight. Uh, And I think we do have some NHL preseason games that's coming back. NBA preseason is coming back in a few days. No college basketball yet. No WNBA tomorrow. Um, Really, there's not much else to bet on. So I figured, hey, what should we talk about for the rest of the pod? Well, let's try to get a little leg up, do some homework here for NFL week five, because there's already a few numbers that are getting hit that I want to share with you guys. So the one that really caught my eye for week five, and this is a team that cashed for me yesterday uh, and really has been a huge turnaround here. Uh, credit to Nick Casario and obviously C.J. Stroud. Get to him in a second here. He's seen his odds shoot up for Offensive Rookie of the Year. But a lot of early money is pouring in on the Houston Texans at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, now, we saw this line open Atlanta listed as high as a three and a half point home favorite. And immediately, this line is now down to minus two and a half. Some shops even down to two. So it's always notable to me. Uh, you know, I always get this question, like, when should you bet an NFL game? So I think it's different depending on a bunch of different factors. Now, if you are a pro better who sets your own numbers, your own power ratings, and then you compare your numbers to what the odds makers have, obviously, if you see a huge discrepancy early, you're going to hit it uh, very early. You know, Sunday night when the odds open, early morning, uh, the overnight Monday. So think of it this way. Uh, maybe you had a lot of wise guys say, hey, we got this close to a pick Or maybe Atlanta should only be favored by one or two. Okay, as soon as this opens Houston plus three and a half, let's hit Houston three and a half. Now, remember, this is happening Uh, when it comes this early, when they're very low limits. We talked about game day steam. That's when big limits, uh, when limits are raised and big bets come in. These are low limits right now. So it's not like wise guys are, you know, betting a million dollars on at this point. You know, odds makers don't allow that. They don't want to get hit uh, with a ton of money here if they have a soft or a mispriced number. But it does tell me that early money is leaning Houston. Um, Now, the other angle is, you know, throughout the week, you're trying to pick off different numbers. So you might you know, see a book at plus three and a half juiced up on a, I don't know, Wednesday and say, hey, I should bet this now because it's going to fall to three or you wait late for game day steam. I'll give you a couple examples yesterday in terms of game day steam. The Jets had a lot of late game day steam uh, Jets and the Taylor Swift uh, matchup there. They're actually as high as plus nine and a half, you know, nine, eight and a half. They ended up closing at like seven and a half. So late movement went Jets. They covered that number. Uh, you also saw the the Rams flip. Dog to favorite. That was kind of a pick em game. They they flipped to minus one and a half late. They were able to cover. So, of course, not every game day move is going to cash. I mean, another one was Baltimore, but that was an injury to Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens flipped dog to fave. They came through. My whole point is that when you're betting, I don't think there's a perfect answer of bet this early, bet this late. You got to take every game individually on its merits. So I know I'm off on a tangent here, but I just thought that that was hopefully meaningful. But anyway, Houston's got this line move in their favor at Atlanta, plus three and a half down to plus two and a half plus two. If you look at these short road dogs getting three or less, they're seven and two ATS this year, 78%. They're 57% ATS since 2019. And just look at the quarterbacks here. Uh, CJ Stroud. uh, I don't know if the uh, Carolina Panthers are regretting their decision going with Bryce Young, but CJ Stroud has been great. He's thrown for 1200 yards, Six touchdowns, no interceptions. He has a QB rating of 100.6. And he's going up against Desmond Ritter, who, give him credit, in college, Cincinnati, he was a winner, but doesn't really move the needle offensively. He's got a lot of weapons, but he's only thrown for around 750 yards, 
three touchdowns, three picks. He has a rating of 77.9. Uh, uh, maybe there's a London hangover, obviously, as Atlanta was across the pond here. Um, but with a much better quarterback, early steam move. I'm looking at the Houston Texans guys getting two and a half. And then some updates here. Coach of the year. D'Amico Ryans is now fourth best odds, plus 1,200. Uh, Campbell and McDaniel are both plus 380. They're the favorites. Shanahan's plus 1,000. But in particular, guys, I don't think it's a bad idea to still take C.J. Stroud, offensive rookie of the year, if he keeps this thing up. He's plus 175. So I, don't, I think it was B. John Robinson might have been the favorite there. Um, Puka Nakao, Nakua. I always screw up his name. My apologies. Uh, but he was uh, making a big move up the board. But if you're still giving me plus money on Stroud, Plus 175, you know, a little pizza money there on Stroud to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But a lot of early money going with Houston. Then a couple other uh, early moves. I can tell you it's a dark day in Boston because Belichick just suffered his worst loss, looked completely overmatched. Now we are back to a quarterback controversy, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. Jones was absolutely terrible yesterday. Uh, You might tell him a little bitter because I had the Patriots six and a half, and they obviously got blown out yesterday. It was pathetic. But anyway, New Orleans is at New England. New England open minus two and a half. That line's down to one and a half or one. We got some money going to New Orleans. That would also match that short road dog three or less system. So what are the Patriots going to do at QB? Lions going to the Saints. Maybe you tease up the Saints. Um, but also um, looks like some under money there. 39 and a half down to 38 and a half. Another angle that I caught was, um, believe it or not, hold your nose, Arizona. They're at home against Cincinnati. Um, we saw Cincinnati uh, get blown out by the Texans yes, or the uh, Titans yesterday, which I loved. Because uh, I took the points there with Houston, with um, with Tennessee, uh, but that game opened Cincinnati look ahead like minus seven at at Arizona, quickly got readjusted to like five and a half five. Now it's down to four and a half or four. So if you still find a four and a half on Arizona, they've been pretty competitive. I know they didn't cover against San Fran yesterday. I think they're getting fourteen while they lose by nineteen, but they've been a competitive team. And public is still not quitting Cincinnati, even though they've struggled. Yet that line is dropping to Arizona. That looks like a very similar line move to when the Giants were at Arizona. Remember that game? Arizona was up big. Giants came back and won, but that was, I think, like, again, like five and a half down to four and a half, something like that. So keep an eye on Arizona. Uh, also, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Um, I like going divisional dogs here, but I got to admit, Baltimore's taking in some money on the road at Pitt. They opened minus two and a half. They're up to minus three and a half. Let's see how high uh, that thing goes. Uh, and then we did see uh, another angle for a, uh, a full week from now, um, but Monday Night Football, Green Bay at Vegas, very early. I don't think there's any, any reason to bet this thing right now. It's just a short number, but that was a dog to fave to Green Bay. Uh, that game opened Vegas at home, like minus one or a pick em. Now it's flipped to Green Bay, minus one, minus one and a half. So we're going to have to wait on Jimmy G, uh, whether it's going to be uh, Jimmy G's able to play or Aiden O'Connell, uh, but keep, keep an eye out for that one. Uh, and then the one that's really going to be interesting is Dallas at San Francisco. What a great game. For Sunday Night Football, that's pretty much San Fran laying three and a half. Um, and they actually opened some shops minus three up to three and a half. So I know it's going to be a, an opportunity where you really never get San Fran laying short points. Um, so public's still going to you know lay the points most likely with San Fran. But we'll see how that thing develops because you do have some system matches on Dallas. I don't really have a position on that game right now, but um, it is notable that it's such a short number to lay with San Francisco. Um, so with that, with that being said, uh, really wanted to mention as well, uh, one second here, uh, are you switching to YouTube TV to get NFL Sunday ticket this year? Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24 seven channel on YouTube TV. 
as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. So that about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets pod on Monday, October 2nd. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy VEASAN, you want some more VEASAN in your life, why would you not? As we do our best to help you make smart bets and cash some tickets, as that, as that is our, uh, our um, I don't know, our way of life here, uh, led by our uh, our legend, uh, Brett Musburger. But if you're looking for more VEASAN, easiest and best thing you can do, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Once you do, you'll be on our listserv, which means every morning moving forward, you're going to get a little email from us. Uh, letting you know all the big games on tap that day, uh, all the uh, links to all of our articles, promos for legal sports books, uh, as well as those great DraftKings um, uh, updates and percentages. So you can sign up vcin.com slash newsletter. We'd also love for you to become a pro member. You can sign up vcin.com slash subscribe. Uh, best bet picks, live stream of all the vcin shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, all included when you become a pro member. And of course, you can support us on social media, at VEASAN Live, you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. Check out the Market Insights pod later today. I'll give you an update on the Monday night game. And then uh, we're going to scratch for some action here because there's not much going on. Uh, although I am looking at some NHL point totals. Uh, I love betting point totals here. And I just got to mention Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard, I want to say, is minus 125 uh, for the Calder, the rookie of the year. I'm hammering that all day, Bedard to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, But enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a fantastic Monday. Again, kind of a slow day here, uh, but uh, pretty soon we're going to have all sports going on at once, so it's a good time to be betting on sports. But happy October. Uh, Get the pumpkins. Get ready for Halloween. If you're in New England like me, it's one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, But enjoy Monday Night Football, guys. Have a great Monday. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.